0: Welcome to Two Arabs and a Podcast, a show
1: with no limits. Dating, business, martial arts, self-defense, and the life of two Arabs in America. Arabs in America. Ladies and gentlemen, please
0: welcome your hosts. The owner of Warrior Academy, the son of an immigrant, international traveler, black rank in Krav Maga, a jiu jitsu practitioner, and Brazil's national champion. And of course, 2018 Self Defense Instructor of the Year, a bodyguard and military combative instructors, none other than Fraz Azah. Aza. Joined by his co host, Omar Oswan, the owner of Warrior Tactical Training, published author, doctor of criminology, world traveler. Fluent in four languages, a military combat contractor, and a first generation immigrant. The show begins now. Welcome to another episode of Two Arabs and a Podcast. Host Omar Aswad joined today with Firas Azab. We're recording an amazing episode coming up about the Abraham Accords. How's it going, Firas? Very good, man. I'm really
2: excited by this. I mean, I don't know we should call this two Arabs and two Israelis on a podcast or a <laughs> Middle
0: East invasion. I don't know how this is going to go. Exactly. We have two Israeli guests today that will be joining us via Skype. Before we go there, sorry to cut you off, you need to tell us about this new sensation going on. It became a TikTok
2: sensation that Instagram had to delete you. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, I want to say congratulations to
0: um, Umar Aswad um, It started about Two weeks ago Yeah about two weeks ago So I started posting Videos to TikTok As a joke And he was dancing By the way Yes <laughs> Umar <laughs> no, was no, putting
2: uh, The deshla on his
0: head And he was dancing uh, No 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 I started uh, talking Politics oh, about that. the Middle Eastern politics <laughs> And uh, what started As a joke Essentially uh, me joining TikTok I started po- talking Politics And within two weeks I started hitting A million views per week uh, This is second week That I hit a million uh, My videos went viral Got posted by A uh, famous journalist Like Eddie Coheen uh, Israeli yeah. media covered two ma- two different my agencies my father sent it to me he's yeah. like hey this
2: was your friend <laughs> exactly so I went it. viral
0: uh, as a result I got reported on Instagram even though I've never posted anything on Instagram political and my Instagram was taken down uh, and, and it's just a crazy oh. sensation I've, uh, my death threats definitely increased my hate mail increased and uh, oh, yeah, we will accusations that, increased way, so yeah. people
2: can understand really how this is really off the wall in a way I think a lot of our audience will be surprised because when we explain to them how So this matter, um, I want to be nice I don't know I don't
0: want to go off the window the <laughs> not yet not in the first not five yet. minutes and
2: it's warm beer which I'm kind of insulted today and it's Corona beer God damn so anyway what I'm trying to put to the audience because they don't understand some of the subject everybody sees the headlines on the news and they look oh Israel Israel Palestine Palestine, Muslim Jews no it's really not that it is really deeper and there's people like us like Omar and me how when we speak and I think I am sure we speak the truth and yeah. I'm positive about it. That I'm sticking to it. But how to the point that the side that plays the victim, it is the most aggressive, the most violent. And literally, I, I want one day to sit with Umar and just do uh, a session of reading the DMs to you guys, how far it goes to the point exactly there was a local MMA guy that told now I want to find out who he is. And I'm suspicious, but I'm not going to put him on blast till I find him because I'm involved in it. He's from Palestinian Heritage, literally sent to Umar a threatening text. Of course, he had to use a different number, but I know yeah. who he Exactly. Is, that he said, I'm going to come and
0: beat your ass. Which I'm like, really? I'm still waiting for it, by the way. Yeah. So, But anyway, <laughs> let's continue with the good stuff going on yeah. here. So today we're joined via Skype uh, from Israel with two amazing friends that will be joining us to discuss the Abraham Accords. And that way we bring fairness. That way two Arabs and two Israelis can discuss this and fairness. So uh, today we're joined by Sam. Welcome, Sam. How's it going, man? My Israeli cousin. I don't know how, how that <laughs> happened, but it happened. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and uh, we're also joining... Thank you, thank you, and we're also joined by Omar—not me, but another Omar uh, from the, uh, from Israel. And so. um,
2: before we go forward, Sam was also a guest on
0: uh, our podcast about what Sam twice? Yeah, twice now.
2: I've known uh, Samuel God, unfortunately, since what 2011. <laughs> <laughs> me and you met. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this and is it's funny—I'm not
2: going to share too many stories, but our meeting was really interesting. <laughs> and it was a meeting at a seminar with my coach and another amazing coach in there. And ever since then, we. Me and Sam obviously have done a lot of crazy shit, a lot of seminars, developed uh, amazing self defense curriculum. So it's great. It's a joy to have you, cousin,
3: over. Yeah. So, so cousin, welcome, guys. Uh, we figured you don't have enough footballs on your head, so I said it's you. Dude, that
2: podcast was the worst. The one we brought Sam. Remember the shit that exactly. happened to oh, yeah. us? That was the
0: beginning of it. But then again, there was no uh, the historical mover, but there then. was not, not, So literally we had a fatwa for us to get killed. Pretty much. So now we 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 increased to that. And I
2: don't know why Umar gets the most of it. There's something about Umar's face, they go after him first. They avoid me. I get every now and then some, but
0: Umar gets it the most. Like he gets it really raw. Seriously, we should do one where I just read comments and DMs. I I, I think you should. (laughs) Seriously. And post it on the Instagram just how uh, aggressive this shit is. Exactly. But anyway, go ahead. So uh, today we're discussing the Abraham Accords, uh, historical peace treaty for the first time. Gulf countries are recognizing Israel and opening relationships with Israel. And I think that's gonna cause a domino effect. So what, what, from an Israeli perspective, what do you think of this historical move and what implication does it have? Is it, Are you guys welcoming of it? Or are you seeing it as a government move that you're opposed to it? How do you feel? <laughs>
1: Uh, well, uh, I uh, first of all, I'm going to uh, like a, a very nice uh, Jewish-Polish guy. I'm going to, to start with an apology, because my <laughs> English is uh, a lot less better than all three of you. Uh, um, no, man, your English is really
2: better than 80% speak. of the Americans we have here, so I, I'm being honest. You're speaking better than Trump already.
1: <laughs> 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 or Biden. All right. I, th- I think it's a compliment. Yeah. It, it is a high compliment, so trust me. I, I, you, you speak better um, than the two presidential uh,
2: nominees we got.
1: I think in the beginning, I was a bit cynical, and um, I told Sam, I think about a month ago, when the, the, this whole thing started, that um, we've been in in some kind of connection uh, with a few of the uh, Gulf uh, countries for about, I think, 20 years, even a bit more, and at, at the beginning, it, it felt like uh, like when you live in South and you have two um, neighbors, two guys and they're neighbors and they have a little kid and they go protesting with that uh, colorful
3: flag and after 20 years they come and say oh you know what, uh, we're gay and then you're surprised, come on everybody knew we have connections with the golf, it's not something new Absolutely. Uh, it, it's not a big surprise, but I have to say after a month I am surprised because <laughs> there are already Connections and um, that you know, in broad daylight, we have guests from a few Arab countries. Oh, that happened that already. Oh, wow. Yeah,
4: Sorry, I'm oblivious that, that it
2: already happened. Yeah, you know?
4: yeah so I, so that's why I'm surprised things really happened quick. I thought it was just another
5: achievement, like yes. an achievement. political or, achievement. Uh,
4: yeah. yeah, I agree. But, but it looks like things are happening and. It I think it should happen because it's it's in the best interest of everyone. Hundred uh, percent. Everyone benefits uh, in so many different uh, ways. Uh, so uh, as much as I think that the the timing is is not a coincidence, it's serving uh, Netanyahu, it's serving Trump. Uh, as yeah. always, the thing that is most important for me is the bottom line, and the bottom line is good.
2: I agree. I think uh, us as nations are even, I, 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 first of all, I do agree Netanyahu and Trump are benefiting out of this because of, of the timing, 100% because uh, people are not familiar with uh, the Israeli political issues. Also, they're going through things like us, of course. Um, and I do agree, but I, I do mostly agree this is really a beneficial thing for our nations. Uh, and uh Something, you know, Omar um, said, which I liked, uh, and it's it's true, it's to the fact what he said, and I think a lot of our audience are confused, why... We know about this when it comes to the Gulf nations. The Gulf nations never had a real legit formal. issue formal with Israel. This was, was a political scene had to be put down and especially had to be doing, especially like the Gulf because of the Holy Mosque and it was suddenly painted that you talk to Israelis, you go to hell. I don't know who the hell made that <laughs> stuff, but we'll get deeper in that on our end. And, and, just, and
0: just to clarify something for our audience, we're talking from two Arabs from the Gulf perspective. We're not Palestinians. We're not Swedes. We're not, we're not representing no. Palestinian perspective. Nope. We're talking from a Gulf perspective about a, histori- a historical deal between the Gulf and Israel. And when we we're not Palestinians, so don't don't accuse us of misrepresenting the Palestinian yes. point of view because we're not.
2: No, and we when Erdogan Ar- Ar- says Gulf, this includes the United Emirates, the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia, Iraq, Kuwait, um, Kuwait. Yeah. I don't recognize Iran because we don't recognize it <laughs> as no. part of the Gulf. <laughs> Kick them out. <laughs> sorry. Um, not sorry, but uh, <laughs> I mean uh, Qatar and all of us here. And exactly. it, it's, it's really a powerful actually part and with our family as Israel now what I think it's amazing.
0: And I think what's different about this deal, I mean, Jordan made a peace deal in 1994. But what's different, it seems about it, that people are very welcoming of it. uh, People are involved in the peace deal. People want to actually travel to Israel. People are excited to go to Emirates. People are already writing songs. People are already opening companies. So it seems like it's not just a government move like you said. It's more of the people are actually involved in trying to make relationships between the two countries openly versus other peace deals like Jordan. on paper, but really the people are not on on board with it, essentially, or to that extent. The same thing with with Egypt, of course. Um, so, in terms of Israelis, are our- I, I want to
3: add one thing and, and kind of reinforce what Omar said. Uh, it is funny we got Omar and Omar, so it's kind of yeah. I gotta go. Um, uh, so it's, uh, your think-
2: buddy is Omar. <laughs> How we pronounce his name? Omar.
0: <sighs> Shit. Sure. Just okay. be like the Israeli Omar and the Iraqi Omar. Don't yeah, make easy. it easier. Iraq Omar and Israel Omar.
3: No, <laughs> Go ahead, Tom. Sorry. And do you really Omar? Omar writes his name with an E, and Omer writes his name with an A, so there you go with English. But here's the thing, and and it adds to the perspective exactly what uh, the end of Omar's uh, words about Jordan, for example, but if you look at peace treaties, Israel got peace treaties with Egypt and Jordan, and the thing is, we had several wars with those countries, and it's a political peace, meaning... The accords are signed, but uh, let's say the general population is not that happy uh, to welcome Israelis, and we don't see a lot of visitors from those countries, a lot of tourists coming over here. And even in Egypt, we have the longest peace from the 70s. There is still, uh, even though we got a lot of, again, political peace and even military um, support and and uh, working with the, the two countries with intelligence and support and all those things, um, they still have TV shows uh, that are very derogatory to Jews and Israel, etc. Yeah. Now, if you look at um, the Gulf, the Gulf, it's not a peace treaty, it's a normalization. Exactly. We never yes. had war. I like with that the way Gulf. absolutely. Exactly. And you see the difference between peace treaties where we have the political uh, situation signed peace treaty, but the people are not very uh, open to it. On the other hand, in the Gulf, it's a normalization. We never had a war, we never had a fight. No. Exactly. You see how people are welcoming the peace. And if you look at Sudan, which has been on the news for the last time. That's West, another one, Yeah, exactly uh, That
1: surprised me, by the way. Yeah, it just, by the way, it just happened. And it's like, it officially happened yesterday. Breaking news, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, I official. never heard rumors mm-hmm. of it. No, I haven't it just,
2: anything, it just came out of anywhere. I mean, because I, I did speak to Sam, when did the first time I told you about the plan that I heard in MBS, remember? When I, and you said, no way. And I told okay. you, this is cooking?
3: that was years ago yeah, yeah. Years ago. when I MBS to took over exactly and it's
2: true this is by the way we're not going to break news here but maybe to news to the people all around because everybody says Trump 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 did it um, with all due respect Americans you like to get a lot of fucking uh, credit. <laughs> credit for everything this has actually been going on and it's led by Ambit. MBS discussions because what happened is here's the true fact and we will get more in details when we get at the time about this but I don't want to jump on because I don't want to cut time on this one but what I want to say is MBS led it by starting uh, the same thing Sam said. He said, what has Israel ever done to any nations in the Gulf? That was the beginning. That was, I would never forget that when he said that. And he was like, so, all right, Palestine doesn't have a land.
0: Let's find solutions. But And then when they played the game and he said... Okay, let's go back to history. What has Israel done? Exactly, and I think I think from from like Iraqi media has been covering that a lot. Yes, the question that had been asked: What has Israel done against Iraq? Nothing. Uh-huh. When was Israel? When did Israel attack Iraq? Never. When well, did Israelis? School- go?
3: There, there was one atom a nuclear reactor. That, that was bombed that was in the eighties.
1: Yeah, that was it. Yeah. That was and a specific. By the way, there, there was. Uh, there, there were. There were uh, Iraqi troops. The, in the in the uh, forty eight. Forty eight and sixty seven in, in the Six Day War. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's so, like I think it's it's a long long time ago, and I, I think the the big difference now is that the the people recognize the opportunities mm-hmm. for everyone, and and uh, when we signed the peace treaty with Jordan, it was like. Uh, two. I, I'm gonna talk in a. Maybe maybe it's not the right way you say, it, but like two boxers in the ring, and they, they just sent both of them to sit in the corner for a minute, exactly. just to put down the tension. It didn't end the hostility. Yes, exactly. It didn't yes, end the, uh, the grudges. Exactly. Um, and, and and don't 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 exist here. You know, like my dad was
4: in a few wars, and he has like let's say he has scars from the Egyptian front. Now he doesn't hate the Egyptians, but Nobody has anything to do with anyone
1: in Dubai, in Qatar. Well, uh, exactly.
2: also Sam no. said something and nah. Sam is correct about the Egyptian media was not even friendly to oh, about no, no, Jewish no. or Israeli. Even though they're Jew-Egyptians, I could never, I remember there was a weird thing going on in the 80s how they accused the Zionists, is that what they call the Israelis? Yeah. Zionists? Sending HIV-infected prostitutes to fuck the spies and shit and all. Hold <laughs> on, they made movies. I know Sam is like laughing Is that. Yeah. No. Oh, they it, anything like we would be sitting this is how retarded it is and of course I'm going to trigger a few people using this word which is fine <laughs> we'll be sitting and let's say if the TV didn't work it's like oh that damn fire Zionist I'm like how did the Zionists come here and fuck your TV over like how does this make sense
0: no exactly but I think uh, going to that point yes Iraq was involved in a military but in terms of the people didn't really suffer uh, victimization or have a conflict with the Israeli people yeah, that the was two peoples don't attack. there was a military attack but yeah. the people don't mm-hmm. and in terms of perspective now the Iraqi media has been talking about that a lot and I'm going to trigger people and get more death threats. (laughs) Hamas has been responsible for 1201 suicide bombing in Iraq. 1201 1201 responsible for suicide bombing in Iraq. The Israelis are responsible for zero. So in terms of people, they're like, hey, Hamas is actually blowing themselves up in Iraq. The Israelis are not. So why do I have problems with the Israelis when I'm cheering the Hamas? And people are having that realization and waking up and be like, "Uh, actually, I somebody who's killing me and somebody who has done nothing to me and a lot of people are moving that direction in terms of i've been noticing a lot of the gulf regions have been having the people are actually cheering on on social media or asking for a normalization because they see the benefit of it and don't see the propaganda that's been taught for the last 80 years that the israelis are the enemy when they're they're realizing actually no there is no enemy we have nothing we have nothing between us we're the same people you have you have a problem with your neighbor your palestinians and israelis are fighting over border but that has nothing to do with me as Iraqi or Saudi or Marathi or Kuwaiti. It has nothing to do with me. You guys are having a border issue with two countries. Why am I involved in another country's border issue? Uh, Pakistan and India has a border issue. Why am I going to take sides and boycott India or Pakistan? It has nothing to do with me. Right? Yeah, you're absolutely
3: right. And my, my point about Sudan and Sudan it's not normalization. Sudan is a peace treaty because Sudan send troops to fight against Israel and we were actually in war against Sudan. Oh, I didn't know that. And so Sudan has an army? Sudan
1: it used to, be. <laughs> go, go back yeah. to years. it used to be only one country, and not two. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're 50 talking 50 about years. the oh, United oh. Sudan under okay. Amar, under oh, Amr
0: Bashir. Said,
2: yeah.
3: oh, okay.
0: oh, okay. Okay.
2: Yeah. I was gonna say.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
3: What you, you can see the and you can see the difference because with with the Emirates, you had you know. They were, there were uh, blessing us on uh, social media, on Twitter, oh! on Facebook, and all those things. There's a tourism Everyone company? Everyone just come visit us, you're welcome, etc. In Sudan, when they, they uh, announced it yesterday and today, I'm not sure when you guys going to uh, post this, but uh, we're talking about the actual day that the announcement was made. There were already protests exactly. in the streets of Sudan against this peace treaty, so it's very, very different, but in terms of normalization versus peace, that's kind of like the difference between two hostile countries versus two countries that politically were not aligned and politically could not correspond with each other officially. The, but there's no grudges.
2: The first yeah, wave of that uh, attack that happened on the behalf of the Saudis, when I say attack not against Israel, it's against Palestine and the Palestinian Authority and the Palestinian movement, which they call, the first hashtag was pioneered. As soon as MBS spoke, all the writers, the powerful trendy. people of Saudi are writers. My dad is a writer as well. And they went to Twitter. And the hashtag in Arabic say, Laysa not my case. Not it my was course. the number one yeah. hashtag still, by Twitter the way. still by every prominent Saudi writer and then the citizens start blowing it up immediately. Uh, We started in Saudi Arabia to lead the Gulf attack against this um, anti-Israeli movement, which started uh, maybe last year? Exactly. Yeah. And then now it really caught up. So there was already a preparation mentally and, that, and there's acceptance. Just like you guys said, wow, like there's a, a, a whole welcoming, there's a whole, you know, there's like, hey, man, we're, you know, friends and families
0: now. I think so- people are waking up realizing th- that the Israelis is not really the enemy, first of all. They're also waking up and seeing Hamas govern, I mean, excuse me, the Palestinian government both Fatah and Hamas as a corrupt organizations that we're, the Arab world has been sponsoring and, and directly benef- and supporting and they haven't provided anything back to their people and actually they have harmed the Arab people who has been feeding them so Hamas who's been benefiting and the Palestinian government been benefiting from Iraq for many many years have hurt us by syndicate suicide bombers the Saudis who have been supporting the Palestinian government for many many years are have been victimized by the Palestinian government so they're waking up and realizing. Why am I helping somebody who's actually negatively impacting me versus having a relationship with somebody who's done nothing negative or positive towards me? And I think that's the problem. But do you see um, uh, the peace deal going in the direction of having an actual peace, even political peace, with the Palestinian side, like Imarat or Sudan?
2: Should we start or
0: them?
1: Uh, let them start. Let the Israelis start. Then uh, we're going to shoot the I'll Gulf nations. You, I'll give you the headline and, and let Sam uh, do the work. Well, okay. Sam did the
2: work before famous- and all hell broke loose. So I don't know, Omar. We might, we might have you. Who's <laughs> <laughs> <Suze> this? <laughs> Sam already spoke his mind about it in two, three podcasts. <laughs> 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 Listen,
1: there's, a, there's a famous sentence. The Palestinians do not miss an opportunity to miss an opportunity. I think that there, um, it's it's very very complex, and I also think we we can't uh, l- take all the responsibility of Israel. We do have our responsibilities uh, towards the situation, but they insist. For many years, to sabotage every effort, and uh, in in quite a few cases, wait until the last minute <laughs> to. To stop a deal or a treaty or uh, whatever. Well, you just uh, hit the hammer there when you
2: said responsibility. (laughs) Like, you said you want to claim some, but Palestine is known to be fully uh, victim mentality and not take responsibility. And I do admire you guys saying that the fact is, you guys do know you have a role in this. You do understand. there's, And I think, honestly, as much as I'm not a fan of him, Netanyahu, he kind of mentioned that there have to be a role on our side as well. sides. It's both ends. I mean, it's just not a one-sided thing. It's both ends. But if the other side, like you said, is not claiming responsibility, how are we going to move on?
0: But I, I think... But what yeah, other side? What other side? The Palestinians are not united in terms of a front of a government. They have two parties that are fighting against each other. And when the PLO made peace treaties and signed it, Hamas went and attacked Israel within within months. So what? who are you going to sign peace with if you have two parties that are not agreeing to actually talk okay. on behalf of their people? They actually have division within Palestine. So that I think that... I so, said to that, right now, uh, officially...
4: Israeli government does not speak with Hamas, and Hamas officially does not speak with the Israeli government. However, somehow, every month, about every month, about $15 million from Qatar goes through Israel,
2: in suitcases, to the Gaza stream. Okay, somewhere between $15 million and sometimes... Saudi used to that, they stopped stop that, that when month. MBS came into power. Now... Which means, I'm sorry, Sam, which means that... Uh, I, with
1: two businesses closed for four months, get less help from uh, Netanyahu than he gives to Gaza Strip.
2: Oh, it sounds wow. like us Americans! <laughs> exactly. It sounds like so. us! <laughs> <laughs> now,
4: wait, now, here's the thing. Going back to you talking about there's a political split with the two parties, and with the Palestinians. Now, in the Gaza Strip, Hamas is the ruling party. It, and uh, let's say, one officially in the only democratic so called elections back in when was it, 2008, 2009, something like that. It was still in the Obama days. And uh, right now, you have the Palestinian Jihad organization. Which is split up. And the Palestinian. Yeah. And right now, uh, they are been shooting rockets for the past uh, probably two years. <laughs> to instigate fights between Israel and the Gaza Strip and Hamas either stops them or they manage to shoot a few rockets trying to uh, instigate uh, fighting between Israel and uh, the Gaza Strip. So even within the Strip itself you have various political parties now Yes, the, the, the Palestinian uh, Jihad organization is it's tiny compared to Hamas. It's very, very small. However, their rockets are just as bad, you know, and they're shooting versus uh, uh, civilian population. And, there, and Hamas, there is argument here because we don't know the real thing and we have to be fed by the media whether or not uh, things happen with the blind eye of Hamas or they actually approve it or against the will. But even there, they're trying to instigate fights to uh, stop the non discussed uh, ceasefire between us and them and try to uh, cause riots. So it's not even two parties because right now Hamas, uh, by some parties is looking to be too, uh, too liberal in terms of its relationship
3: with Israel. So it's like, whoever you look at, there's always someone a little more fanatic, a little more crazy to the side, saying, you're not militaristic enough, you're not fighting for the cause enough. And actually, on the same token, we're starting to have that shit over here with some of our, uh, you know, closed, uh. Crazies that are starting to step out of the closet oh, really? and talking about um, insane shit. they just like they—they they want Israel destroyed. The, the talking about Israelis that like they don't want the Israeli uh, Democratic Republic. Uh, and yeah, the republic here. They want um, essentially to rebuild the biblical Judea Kingdom and they don't want a liberal democratic country. They want essentially a religious Jewish monarchy here and they're fine with destroying the country. Now, it's very few, we're talking about probably several hundred people Mm. out of a population of 9 million. However, when you have a political system that has multiple parties, if you care enough and you can get enough people to vote for you, we're starting to get those crazies in our parliament. So we got the crazies in the parliament from the Israeli-Jewish side, that's saying that uh, you know they don't even argue about it, they want a, a religious state here. And then you have, in the same parliament, the Israeli-Arab side, like Balad, for example, that is part of the of the uh, three party three parties that united for election purposes that actually condemn the normalization and even the peace treaty with Sudan, as soon as it was announced, you have the Israeli army in the parliaments, just you know, they're a small faction out of it, again going, uh, this treaty is horrible, uh, you're hurting the Arab people. You're hurting Islam. You're hurting the Palestinians. Yeah, uh, we'll pause on that, son, Before
2: we, we miss it, problem. and I want this uh, our audience to uh, pay attention to this. So. There's some of our audience. Our audience is very broad, but it's also very Middle Eastern centric. Uh, and a lot of people in the Middle East, America is fucked in my opinion. Sorry, I'm sorry. People are <laughs> like, oh my God, you're sour. But it's like they're already busy with whatever political crap we're going through and trying to figure out if we're racist or not. So while we're going 200 years back, let's us move forward the Middle East. So to our crowd, when they understand Sam just said something about the Israeli Arab Parliament. Believe it or not, this is why we in the Gulf stand now by Israel. Israel be for Palestinians, whatever crap they're claiming, Israel have allowed Arabs to live and work there. Am I not correct, uh, guys?
0: You are. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Isn't it 25% of uh, Israel population is of Arab descent? Or
1: or something around Uh, that number? uh, 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 Arab descent, I I think even more. Even even more. So you're talking about... When you
3: say... Oh, wait wait a second. One second. When you say Arab descent, about... (laughs) 50% 50% of the Jewish population here is of Arab descent because they came from Arab countries. Exactly. So if you say Arab descent, that includes the Jews because that's a country that- Yeah, but, but, but I'm
2: saying Arab, Arab like Arab, Arab Israelis.
1: Israelis. So, okay, Arab so Israelis. let's put it yeah. that way. Okay. Yeah. So, so these- I, have you, I, Let's say you have you have two parts. You have 21% of the Jewish, uh, of the uh, sorry, 21% of the Israeli population of a, uh, 9.2 million, 21% are Arabic and yeah. out of the other, uh, uh, about uh, 74%, I think Sam is right, about half of them come from uh, Arabic countries, whether uh, from the Gulf or from Northern Africa. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah, because of got Algeria. So,
2: going back quick before we um, lose our head. So when I say this about the Arab Israelis, they are involved in medicine, um, they work in businesses, right guys? And politics, am I correct? Oh.
3: Of course. Oh yeah, okay. I, I sent you, I don't have the numbers. It's too bad I didn't pull it. I sent it to you a while ago. I think at least 30% of all, at least thirty three zero percent of all pharmacists all right. working in Israel are Arab. Okay, yeah. so here I'm okay. hitting that. Uh, uh, go ahead, yeah, sorry. When I, go, when I cross the street, I have a pharmacy that I go there across my street. Mm. The far, all the pharmacists are Arab yeah. so
2: There's here's my point what I want to hit so no, when, and when, when people say why are we the, like we should be welcoming about this do understand the Israelis they're not as hatred just to all Arab and this is what this is oh, what the painting was exactly. this is how what we grew up around and it is incorrect so this is what's helping the exposure people's like holy shit you guys are welcome and I was like they have
0: not done but I bet you you're not going to have an Israeli working in Palestine no no so I want to address that right. cool I want to hit a couple points Okay. first of all go on back to the division in the Palestinian government. Well, first of all, they're divided. Second of all, in terms of destroying peace treaties at the last minute, well, the Palestinian government has directly benefited out of conflict. I mean, uh, Heni out of Hamas came out of a refugee camp, broke as fuck, and now he's worth $4.5 $4. billion. Where did he come up with the money? Or, or the Palestinian government, Yasser Arafat's daughter is one of the richest people living in Paris, so, with an Israeli passport, by the way. So you have a lot of these leaders who are coming into a conflict and they extend the conflict because they benefit their pockets out of it and their bank accounts get fatter from having a conflict. So they're getting richer from having a war and having a conflict. They don't want to resolve it because essentially what are they going to do after the conflict is gone in that aspect? Second of all, and I want to ask you in terms of that aspect. So the Hamas, specifically Hamas, accuses the Israeli side of, of not, first of all, doesn't recognize Israel, and accuses the Israeli side of being evil, specifically using the word evil, but yet their leadership are in Israel getting treated in your hospitals. So for example, Saab Arakat, who's not from Hamas, is getting currently in Israel getting treated for coronavirus. The same guy that said Israel is an evil state. So as an Israeli and a former military, you're, you're basically treating non-terrorists who are sending their kids to kill you, and now you're treating them in their hospital, in your hospitals? Why? Why are you treating Hamas yeah. leaders and and, and the PLO? They're <laughs> I, I want to make a few comments uh, about that specifically. Because Zayat
4: to anyone who doesn't know, heads the the PLO peace treaties to Israel. Essentially, from from the initiation of talks, he was always the senior delegate to all peace conversation, peace talks, etc. And Saibor Ekat never supported terrorist attacks on Israel and never condemned violence. Now, he is part of, of the the thought that uh, essentially still has, you know, um, so various military factions that are still sworn against Israel. Yes, however, he himself... Was always, you know, the main cog, even though they didn't uh, result in anything major in the, the bottom line to all the treaties. Now, there is an argument within Israel should it, or should they not have treated him because he did not show up in an Israeli hospital. Israel sent a, a, an ambulance. To Jericho, which is part in it is in the Palestinian uh, authority rules, collected him sick, and brought him to treatment in the Israeli hospital and he's getting treated. Now, honestly,
3: from at least the media publication, he's not there very doing that well. He's you know, he's pretty yeah. old and COVID doesn't work well for people his age and uh, etc. Now honestly. Yes, we are treating him, but there is arguments, open arguments, should we or should we not treat him? That being said, the arguments are not should we bring him in. The arguments are why are we treating him, but the
0: bottom line is we are treating him. But, but hold Israeli on a second, doctors, Sam. Let me ask you a question. I no, no, just <laughs> Sure, continue your point. Yeah, I was about to say, Israeli uh, military doctors has an Israeli uh,
3: physicians in hospitals treated uh, Palestinian hostiles even um, suicide bombers that survived they treated them and Israelis uh, uh, doctors and physicians etc. even military doctors and paramedics treated uh, and it's, it's they still treat uh, anyone, even if it was a Palestinian shooting or trying to blow up Israeli soldiers, if he if they show up and he's there, they treat him, and if they don't treat him, people get reprimanded. I mean, and it's a huge case in case they let him die without proper treatment, and that's part of why we treat him, and there is two arguments behind it. The one argument goes back to, uh, actually three arguments. One, the argument of religion, that it's something you're supposed to do as, as a Jewish person. Let me completely ignore that argument.
2: Yeah, please.
3: The second argument <laughs> is the values of the state <laughs> of Israel. And that that's the argument I support. It's within the values of the country of Israel that we treat people, and we treat everyone, even the one that are hostile to us, mm-hmm. and that is the reason why we treat them. The third argument is the, the beneficial, because it has happened. Uh, there was a, a bombing in Jerusalem, I think it was back in the 90s, the early 90s, that they brought in mass amount of casualties and, and injured and wounded. And one of the guys that were injured, and he was badly injured, uh, one of the uh, MDs that were working on him on the ER, some guy showed up and was just like, you're treating the terrorist. Stop treating him, he's a terrorist. And I, I wasn't there, but he didn't get the proper carry shoot. And in the end, they found out he wasn't the terrorist. He was one of the victims, oh, wow. and one of the actual the right wing argument is that uh, we treat everyone because we may lose one of our own, especially when you're talking about terrorist attack within the civilian population. I think that one is also bullshit, and that's. Uh, it's completely bullshit. The bottom line, we treat them because that's the values of the Israeli country. Okay. Uh, I,
1: if I can... Uh, oh, sorry. Sure. So, if I, if I can uh, pick up on Sam, I think uh, about the uh, cyber attacks and uh, every Palestinian uh, politician or whatever, we, I, I think, I, I always look at what we profit. If we take care of a Palestinian official, even a hostile one, it means that we are better than them and we prove them wrong. And that's a very important point. It, it, it just, and I know that right now the Palestinian uh, media is dealing with it and they're quite confused because they say, we cut the connection with Israel. So if you cut the connection, cut the connection. If you're treating someone very, very senior in your uh, parliament, then we don't cut the connection. So So uh, my question is, do you
2: you guys? Okay, so we're having a problem to basically get other than "oh, kill them all, fuck them all" kind of shit from the Palestinian. Is there's anything from the people in there? Any of us from any side know that they want this deal to be peaceful and move on? They or is everybody it. hostile. Do we have any side from there that speaks about the peace? Palestinian
0: rejected it? Both sides. Okay, did. we're saying when you say rejected it, is this governmental or this is people? Governmental and people. The people who have been attacking in Emirates and, and attacking. Well, I, I've seen and, what they did, okay, but
2: yeah. as Israelis, since you your neighbors to them other than the fucking keyboard jihadi war no no we have the jihadi warriors the keyboard jihad war jihadis we call them is different than one um so i'm trying to figure out is what do you guys hear because i know you guys also have friends that are from Palestine's. because i heard like my tattooist is one and he yeah. said he always loves going to hang with israelis and has a great time how did he, he like speaks highly so Do you guys know anything? I mean, have any friends or anything said to you how they're like, what they feel about this and how it's putting them in a different corner by the Arab world? Because like it or not, I don't care what people say, Saudi Arabia is the lead now of the Arab world. And you see the movement they're going. And now the Emirates is the second one, the strongest. We're waiting for the others. So that puts them really in a very corner. Um, exactly. uh, for just an Arab country dealing with holy shit. Now you have Sudan, which I know is a political piece, but it's still, still a big peace. move. Yeah. So I'm sorry, guys, but I'm just kind of curious if you guys know something that we don't know, because we don't hear anything positive
1: from the Palestinians. Yeah, so. Well, so, I'm I, I
2: speaking think, Palestinian civilians, uh, for fuck the governments, you know. So. <laughs>
1: um, I'll, um, I think that there's a there's a line we have to draw between. Uh-oh. Did we lose them? Said, okay. Is very, very true about people getting...
2: Uh, you, you get me? Yeah, it cut off a bit. Yeah, it oh, cut off like for oh, a second. Okay, yeah. Repeat,
1: go again. Sorry. Okay. So, uh, so I, I think that you have to draw a line between the politician and the people. And exactly. what Omar says is very, very true. The politicians, either Hamas or Fatah or whatever, they get profit, financial profit, from the hostilities, they uh, get uh, money from their supporters like uh, like Erdogan, and uh, uh, they control, for example, uh, uh, Hamas controls the tunnels that uh, gets uh, weaponry and also yeah. food into Gaza. So they, by the way, that's a good that point they, because they,
2: a they lot of people don't understand that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so this is like in every war especially in long term wars there is war economy and there's always somebody that profits from war economy 100% so the general
1: people, general people the majority of the general people just want to get up in the morning go to work, send their kids to a good school and that's it Okay, I, I'm sure that my Polish mom that wanted me to be a lawyer or a doctor there's a lot of moms in uh, Ramallah or in uh, mm-hmm. uh, Shechem uh, or whatever, that the, moms, they're, that the moms don't really want their son to be a Shahid. That's bullshit. Yeah,
4: I there. believe you. I, because,
2: I agree with you 100% yeah, on that.
4: Yes. I, yeah, a nice life and a good profession yep. and, and a nice house. She wants grandchildren and that's it. That's what everybody wants. And I think, uh, and, and to continue with your other question, I ha- in my bars. I have a few uh, Arab clients. Mm. I have no idea where they come from, and I think <laughs> that's, that that's the point. I don't give a shit if they yeah. come from Lamala or from a, a village in the northern part of Israel, or
1: I don't care. They're my clients. I want them to come and drink beer or whiskey or whatever and yep. have fun. And hopefully, I have some. It. It's in soon. <laughs> exactly. Is it my best interest? that they have a good job, good education, my house in Israel and they can come and pay my salary by drinking beer. And it's exactly. as simple as it gets. And nobody cares about what happens between the politicians yep. because we exactly. don't
2: profit, that. Exactly. We're we're the the profit from that. Exactly, we're the people. And I've said that to uh, a lot yeah, of my, okay. my, 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 my Arab friends that understand, I was like, guys, do you really want to, and I told this to them, to be honest with you, and, and, and when I said, and Omar is the same, that's how me and him, regard, and I was like, do you, and I said it, and I was like, because I have my friendship with, you know, my brother, Sam, I said, I have a problem believing that the Israelis are having a ball with this constant fucking threat, no. with this constant fucking economy disruption, Who the fuck likes getting up in the morning and somebody kid blew himself up and just took out half of your neighborhood? I want to know one human being is really impressed to get up in the morning and just see this kind of view. No, exactly. And
0: that's what I told him. My argument with him was like, you think the Israelis are cheering for this? You're fucking crazy. I think the politicians are hypocrite. For example, you just mentioned Erdogan, a great point. Erdogan came out to speak against Emirate peace treaty and accused them of being uh, sellouts to the Palestinian cause. But Erdogan and Turkey has peace treaty with Israel and they have working relationships since 1949. So he's accusing Emirat of doing the same thing he's doing but and he's trying to get rile up the public opinion against Emirat when he himself has working relationships with the Israelis. And and I mean just to go back to the Palestinian hospital issue, I mean Sam, and, and just to play devil advocate, yes treating kids, treating Palestinians regular citizens is cool, but you're an Arakat and you might be like, oh he's a negotiator, but you also have treated known terrorists of the Hamas organized like uh, 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 Sheikh Hassan Youssef or uh, Hania's kids well kid. a
2: Sheikh Yasser Arafat yes, exactly
0: him. so you have non-terrorists that are getting treated in Israeli hospitals and, and, and the reason I bring it up because the Palestinian side in terms of the government propaganda keeps accusing the Israeli side of being evil and my argument if they're evil they wouldn't be treating your terrorists thank, you. thank you if they're evil they wouldn't be t- I mean yeah regular citizens is cool but if they're evil they wouldn't be acu- treating your actual leadership that are actual terrorists is if and that's how was the leader? Exactly. You did. If, 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 if the Israelis are so bad in terms of a government, they wouldn't allow Hamas leadership to come and get treated in their hospitals. And they wouldn't allow them to uh, have their kids. I mean, hani- I just found out Hania's three sisters, you know Hania, of course, uh, prime minister uh, from Hamas, his three sisters live in Israel. And they're Israeli citizens. Uh, <laughs> the same guy that accuses Israel of being evil and, and doesn't recognize Israel. His own sisters live in Israel. Right, so hit the brick. Since you're around because you, you know,
2: you're married to a Palestinian family, and all this okay my question I don't know. I'm gonna c- cause a divorce here but uh, oh jeez my phone blew up okay so anyway um, have you proposed, when you get into those arguments have you said this to them and what is their reaction their reaction is about her I'm just. I'm, I'm interested to understand the answer because you know me you're more patient than I am I don't deal with this shit Sam so is laughing if right somebody now. has
0: a good divorce attorney please send it to me before I finish my point man poem. by the way on the
2: record I'm gonna go I love I love Omar's wife he has an angel I don't know how the fuck did he score such a woman. I am jealous, but <laughs> I don't know. But she's, a, She. I don't know how she's patient. But anyway, go I ahead. I think,
0: I think in terms of her family are like the regular Palestinian families that live in the United States. They get fed the lines oh, from the media. They get fed the lines Very and terrible, say Israel is terrible. Well, hold on a second. If they're terrible, why are they treating Hamas leadership? If they're so bad, why are they actually helping and uh, 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 half of the Palestinian government get their salaries from Israel in terms of things. And they and then you get the counter arguments. Like I asked about Slab Arkad, and the argument was he has no hospital to go to. Well, then the, my question was the the H1 in, in, in the West Bank and the Gaza has been in control of the Palestinian authorities and Hamas for a very long time. Why haven't they built the hospital out of the billions of dollars they've been getting in donations? Why haven't they built that? Actually, by the way, for our listeners, the Palestinian government has declined and refused twice, not once, twice, a fun, a Corona aid from Emirat because it came through an Israeli airport. But the same government, when they got sick, they went to Israel. What kind of logic is that? I don't know. Uh, so we, they refuse aid we need, for their. We need, we, we need to have a bill that goes hypocrite of the day. Exactly. So <laughs> so they they refuse aid to their actual citizens because they accused if Emirat of being a sellout and having ties with Israel. But then when they got sick, they went to the Israeli hospitals. So how does that make sense? That doesn't make well, sense at all. And there's it's- another
2: thing about this. You know, they did a fatwa, and I don't know if our crowd understand what fatwa means. Basically, it's a religious yes, uh, uh, decree. Oh, yeah, law. Yeah. Law. And they literally said if they kill, again, ladies and gentlemen, pay attention to this. If they kill anybody from Emirates, Iraq, or Saudi, the Gulf nation, they automatically go to heaven. Because, by the way, some of you dumb asses since 9-11, do you think every Arab coming after white people for fucking reason? All these terrorists have been killing us all the time. So basically, here's the mindset, what's going on. I, I, we even had texts, I, I had the texts, which shocked the fuck out of me first. Literally, they're saying, and it's on Twitter, you can go and see it on Twitter, they are justifying the killing of any person from these countries that support Israel and go to heaven. So think, uh, think right here, hit the brakes. So these are uh, about 70 versions and uh, all that, whatever crap that they believe in. So anyway, so think about that. So if they're willing to kill their own for this, now is this really the problem?
0: No, and, and, and here's, let me add to that. If you mind, if you don't mind, let me add to that. So the hypocrisy is the Palestinian government and public media has been attacking Emirat and accusing them and, and insulting them and insulting Saudi Arabia. And they've been insulting the Iraqi politicians who want peace, but they have yet to dare open their minds about Jordan or Turkey, who has actually peace with Israel. Omar, Omar, I'm sorry the connection got cut off. Can you repeat your last couple of sentences, please? Sure. So I'm, I'm talking about the Palestinian uh, government and in and, and terms of the media, they've been very aggressively attacking Emirat and the Gulf countries for their peace treaties and actually attacking citizens. They're like, oh, how dare you want peace with Israel? But they, the, the same media is not willing to open their mouth and talk about Turkey's relationship with Israel or Jordan's relationship with Israel. And I think in part because they get money from the Turkish government and the Jordanian government, so they don't want to talk against them. But because Saudi Arabia and Emirat cut funding to Hamas organizations by significant amount, they've been attacking them in the media. So I think it's a matter of money and not actual relationships. They've been attacking Arabs for having a relationship with Israel that basically have cut the funds to them. And I'm sure if Saudi Arabia has relationships with Israel but continue to give the Palestinian leaders the billions of dollars they do, they will not open their mouth and say anything about it. Well, uh, I, I want to actually
4: respond to that by actually going a, a step back to to what we uh, discussed a moment earlier and give it another perspective between the media, the politicians, and the, and the actual, you know, the lame person. And, uh, and again, it's connecting to the two points you discussed earlier with the owner. I I, uh, I was lucky enough to work on uh, a few episodes of Fauda, the Netflix show. Oh, wow. And in Fauda, in the, for example, the last season, I was involved with a couple of episodes doing some fight choreography. And when we broke for lunch, I actually sat uh, on the table by myself before some of the other. I broke a few minutes earlier and then the actors came in and joined us. My table was with the actors
0: and of stunts, And we sat to the table and we had lunch during the, the, the shooting and TV shooting, not actual. TV shooting. But,
4: <laughs> Uh-oh. yeah, Uh-oh. shooting. I'm just but waiting for the door to be yeah, right down. There is no political discussion. We talked about martial arts. One of the actors, we, we went to Instagram. He was talking about his love of uh, motorbikes and he showed me some pictures of his motorcycles and we discussed you know, the normal thing, the normal people talk about. Yeah. And the shooting was in one of the, the Arab cities. The Arab, actually, it's an Arab village, Arab city. Depends how you want to look at it. And it's as normal as it gets. It's a couple of people doing a day's work, waiting for lunch, having, you know, some fun conversation. And we exchange, you know, our social media accounts. I follow him. He looks at my account, etc it's just normal because people came to work a fun day of work, you know, shooting a TV show it's pretty fun, especially when you do some uh, choreography in it and you can do some stunts and some, some fun shit and just people, you know shooting the breeze, sitting at a table having a nice conversation finishing it up, going back to shooting, not to filming and it's
3: as normal as it gets you know, the, the people you know they're extremely hospitable. I mean, a, a lot of the of the locations we were actually shooting at people's houses. You know, the all the the production is set up in one house. The shooting is in a different house. the The people, you know, they get paid for for lending their houses. Extremely hospitable. Everyone around is extremely helpful and. Shit, I need to be that kind of filming. People get and people. You know, people getting jobs, people being nice to each other, and it's as normal as it gets, and no one looks at me crooked because I'm Israeli Jew, mm-hmm. and I don't look at, crooked at them because they're Israeli Arabs. It's like nobody gives a shit. We're all there to do some work. It's fun. It's a long day. Yep. There's nothing about the it. At the end of the day, yeah. the people are all the you same. Know, okay. Yeah, people are all the same, and when you, uh, Morgan Freeman, there is a very famous video Cut off. Uh, I can't remember which TV show it was cut off, and it runs on social media for a few years now. That uh, they ask uh, Morgan Freeman, uh, how does he suggest uh, to get over racism? And he goes, oh, "Stop left talking out. about it." Yep, exactly. Absolutely. Because uh, uh, absolutely. when you stop talking about it, Thank and you. the political situation is not in your, your uh, the headline affair. Yep. <clears throat> it's just people are people, and you sit down and you have a conversation. Yep, exactly. And at the same time, uh, one of the leading uh, military Israeli media correspondents, and he does interviews even with family of of Shahids, of uh, of uh, suicide bombers, and he, he keeps saying, I, "I've been to a few of his lectures, and I got to talk with him personally," and he says. When the camera is on, you see the father goes uh, he was talking about a guy that two of his sons uh, were suicide bombers. And he's like, you know, my first son, again, the camera is on. Uh, I built a hundred square feet when he died and from the money I got from the support. And for when my second son, I, I, uh, I built another 200 square feet to my house and added it to my house. And if my third son will go and blow himself up, then I'm going to add another wind to my house. But then when the camera is off and they, they're done filming him, he goes, man, it's like, I'm, I'm so scared about my third kid. It's like, I can't believe what my other two kids did. And it's one rhetoric to the media. And it's complete rhetoric when the cameras are off and it's a father graving for his dead son's then the bottom line is it didn't make a dent. People died from both sizes, yep, from both across, sides. Yeah, exactly. Nothing changed yeah. except that he lost two sons and his wife is now lost two kids for nothing. Exactly. And he's scared shitless right. that his teenage boy is going to do something stupid Similar.
1: like that and I he's going to have no one left. And I think I, I want to tie. Oh. Sure, go ahead, Omar. Sorry. I I just want to tie it to the the, the two things that both of you said and uh, and connected to what I said before about the Israeli uh, responsibility. Because I think that if we make sure that that third kid of that man or whoever has a good reason to wake up in the morning – then he will not go and be a suicide bomber. And I think that if I have to uh, put my finger on any Israeli uh, failure, Mm. is the failure to uh, separate the uh, Palestinian politicians from from the the Palestinian people. And we have to get past the uh, war economics and reach the people and make them be prosperous, make them a uh, profit, uh, get more Palestinians to get good education, and good jobs, and nobody that has a good job, uh, I, there's, there's, I really like Jim Jeffries, and he says this about, um, about religion. He said that there was no suicide bombing ever took place by someone who doesn't believe in God. Okay? Nobody stepped into whatever, a mosque or a church, and yelled out, In the name of nothing! and blew up. Yep. Okay? That's very true. We have it here now. Exactly. yeah, so, so. I mean, do we have in France somebody the, said, Oh, oh yeah. Hulk, but about butchered
0: a guy in the middle of the street?
1: Exactly. Jesus Christ, the shit on. is still
2: going on?
0: No, I think, I think exactly, and to add to your points, the Bollywood, or uh, Pollywood, I heard that term recently. What is that? Pollywood. The but Palestinian, this, Palestinian uh, Hollywood, Hollywood. They've been using media to essentially get propaganda <laughs> and benefit financially. <laughs> and I think, I think personally, this is my opinion, the Palestinians can have peace and live prosperity and live happily as long as they do one thing. They get rid of both the governments that they currently have and have a government that represents the people that's not interested to steal money and actually get their bank accounts fatter. Hamas as an organization is a terrorist organization. And if they would, the people of Gaza would live actually happy if the Hamas leaderships loved their kids as much as they hated the Israelis. They would actually live it prosperously. But Hamas, the Hamas hates the Israelis more than they love their kids. That's why they're willing to send kids to die and this, and, and get fatter.
1: And I think I think that's the, the major problem. Around. I have to, I have to uh, interrupt you because you said something that Golda Meir said in the 70s in Israel. They asked her, she was the prime minister of Israel, and they asked her when there will be peace between Israel and the Arabs, and she said there will be peace the day the, the, the Arabs, the Palestinians, not the Arabs, sorry. Yeah. The day the Palestinians love their kids more than they hate us, That's the thing that we will have
2: peace. Which is true. It it, it is true. And the problem is I speak and I think me and Uma are going to touch this because it was good to get you guys' point of view but there is um, a shock among, um, I will say, even the Westerners like Americans but then again, I am harsh on America because I live here and I'm an American citizen and I do believe we have the dumbest Population on the face of the earth. So I'm gonna say this right now, and I don't care if they get offended, because they don't, not, they don't compute, they don't even research, they don't even. They're very emotional. Like what we, I mean, I believe Palestinians and Arabs in general are emotional. And he's like, oh, and they explode up. on uh, I mean, technically, <laughs> but the the thing is, what is now been shocking, which to me, it was kind of an insult, but then I had to get it in an educated way is how it's like, people are shocked. You guys are so fucking welcoming about the Israelis. I was like, yeah, what the fuck? We were just waiting for the fucking government not to decapitate us, to be, uh, to be okay about this. So when they were shocked and like, first of all, when we asked you guys about you guys' perception and Omar, Omar. Uh, put it really good and said, yeah, we thought it was a big, you know, the political political, then we're like, wow, this is really happening. People are welcoming and that. I mean, there's an advertisement campaign. There's that. Literally, I've said this, and I said it to Sam, and I've been texting him since last year about the Saudi movement on social media attacking the Palestinians. And I will touch on that so people understand why I am really... Um, I'm trying to be nice again, but I can't, but try not to be I, angry and pissed off about this whole thing with Palestine and us, because Omar even is involved in us. So let me take you back to history. Before MBS took over, Mohammed bin Salman, how much money did we give Palestine a year?
0: $8.5 billion in the last 20 years.
2: $8.5 billion. In 20 years. Support, because they called it helping our jihadi brothers. Who the Fuck came up with that shit. So, because, oh, they're a field boys. So when he cut it off, he did, the first one, because he did it smart. He said, all right. You want a land? We'll help you. Of course, they said, no, it's good. You don't want it? Then we're not supporting you. That's how it started. And then the campaign came from uh, the writers and the
0: media and all that. Because it's about money and they lost money. Yes, it is about money.
2: It's 100%. We literally, um, I I was just reading today that I said it went from 80% to 90% now. Yeah, 90% uh,
0: of their funds are cut off.
2: uh, cut, Cut off of Palestine. Think about that. 90% of funds from Arab countries to Palestine. You're talking... How many people live in that country? A lot. But I, and no, I, no, no, no. But how, what is the size of that country? I'm being serious right now. It's not a really big Palestine. country. Palestine.
4: I mean, what is it? Huh? Gaza Street. The, there is no Palestine. They, they don't have a country. Ah, the here Gaza we go. Gaza Street is about million people
3: yeah, okay. living in the size of a very, very, very small county in the U.S.
2: All right, so bear with Not me. Not even the state. So you, you see the size he said? Yeah. So 8.5 billion dollars from Saudi Arabia. And what about the other countries? Other Arab country? How the fuck they're living in poverty? why they're living the way they're living, why they don't have electricity. So this is what I'm trying to point to people. We, as Arabs, when we suddenly welcomed the Israelis and stood because we don't have any issue, we were fed this rhetoric in claiming it by religion, in claiming it by weird historical shit that we have no idea about, and it just got stuck. And, And the thing is, is we are tired of this. We are fed. Bullshit! We don't want to ride it. We rode this
0: shit for exactly. so long. And I do believe that Israelis, even the Palestinians, deserve this new life and peace. Exactly. No, they do. And I think from a Gulf perspective, we see a benefit of having relationships with Israel that never done anything wrong to us. The Palestinian government has actually harmed the Middle East. I mean, the Palestinian yes. government, again, went to Jordan, tried to overthrow the government. They went to Lebanon and caused the civil war. Uh, they went to Iraq and did 1,201 suicide bombing. Yes. So uh, the Palestinian government goes, in any country they go to, they fuck it up. They, they joined Saddam
2: Hussein they, when he invaded Kuwait. They joined Ayatollah Shah uh, Khomeini exactly. when he
0: invaded Mecca. I was and, there as a kid. And, I and, saw. Now, and now the Palestinian government, essentially Hamas, is going to the Iranians, kissing the hands oh, of fuck, their, yeah. their leaders, begging them for money. They, they're they known, the Palestinian government, again I want to emphasize the government not the people, where they go to a country, they fuck it up. They fuck up any country they go to. I'm sure if we put the Palestinian government in charge of heaven, they will fuck that up too. They will fuck up anything they touch (laughs) I swear to God and the thing is I think that golf uh, uh, that move is towards peace for the Palestinian people because when we are making peace with Israel essentially the Gulf countries it's cutting funds for the Palestinian government when there is no money that leadership has no motive to continue having a conflict we go. they basically dry the money and be like hey man you're living like shit and you have no more money coming so might as well actually move forward and have peace I think I think do I th- see and I hope to see one day a two-state solution where Israelis and Palestinians can live side by side I hope so and I I think that people want
2: it. I'm going to say this. It will not happen, unfortunately, without bloodshed inside Palestine. This is not going to be the interference of Israel. Maybe you no. guys are going to end up helping the peace when shit
0: breaks off. But they need
2: to they overthrow the government. Be a nasty, a nasty, let's go back to the bullshit. I hated it, but that was Obama administration bullshit. The Arab Spring. Exactly. Something similar to that is going to break out in Palestine once these people are really broke. This is my belief, and I think Israel might want involved to stop, to stop the chaos. Exactly, and I think
0: the people are have the to stand up against the government yes. and say we don't want Take it. Take them out. I mean, Hamas, Hamas, to be perspective... Hamas themselves said, and I posted the videos, they said, hey, we're not fighting for Palestinian border rights. We're not. We're a religious movement that want to establish an Islamic khalifa throughout the Middle East. They go. don't give a fuck about Palestinians. What they give a fuck about is establishing an Islamic regime across the Middle East. Otherwise, if they really was interested about the Palestinian people, why are they operating in Yemen, Saudi Arabia, Jordan, Iraq? There's no Israeli military in these countries. Why are they there? They're there because they're trying to establish their, country, their kind of government into us and shove it up our throats. And we don't want it. We don't want a religious government. We don't want Hamas's leadership in our countries. And I think drying them financially is going to force them to negotiate. And it's a move in the right direction. And I mean, the peace treaty, just to touch on it, it has huge benefits to the Palestinians themselves. A lot of the Palestinians, of course, the media didn't cover it, but in terms of the the uh, Emiratis have negotiated that no more new settlements are getting built. Uh, 13 of the uh, uh, settlements currently gets back to the Palestinian side. So there's actual benefit to the Palestinians themselves in this peace deal. Yeah, it's but, not well, just well, for the, uh, the,
2: the The thing is, if, uh, but, but here's why I'm mean and jumping on this. I'm not disagreeing
0: with you. What benefits they get with the way they're going broke? I mean, the government, and, and here's the thing. How The can, government has no money. Th- but the government, how can Hania has $4.5 billion and he owns half of Gaza's uh, uh, private companies and owns apartment complexes, but yet he can't actually build a hospital? No, no,
2: no, no, I take that back. They have money, but they're not gonna spend it. Not,
0: they don't want to spend it on the people. They want to spend it in Europe and strip clubs. That's what uh, they yes, want to spend sir, it, I know it on. My
2: daughter owns a bank in Jordan,
1: right? No, uh, she lives in Paris. Oh, okay,
2: no, okay. Yeah. But
1: it, it, it that's the what part. they want to spend it on. Okay. I, I don't want to, you know what's the best um, uh, forensic evidence for you being right about that? How can it be that there are three generations of uh, Palestinians, refugees, In a lot of countries how long can you be a refugee how can you be born in a country that your father was born in and be a refugee my my grandfathers came from poland and from um from tripoli from libya no i'm not a libyan refugee and i'm not a polish refugee no i'm an israeli yep okay and the victimization is also like there is um a a a war economic There is a victimization economics. It's an economic- Exactly. Oh, oh, we have it here in the United States. I agree with you 100%. Oh, oh, yeah. There There is a whole economics uh, in this. There are uh, lots of of, uh, the people uh, shoot from from the side, and not shoot, I mean, uh, people film um, when uh, there's the the UN support, food support to Gaza Strip. Uh, Hamas people take the food packages and sell them. It's yeah. an economic, it's like, I, I'm i going to make a horrible, horrible um, analogy. Well, uh, okay, okay, I, I'm just going to say it, okay, yeah. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> During the Holocaust, in, in ghettos and in concentration camps, there was also a concentration camp economic. Some people had money and some people didn't. Some people traded uh, their portion of bread for whatever, okay? That is the human nature. Exactly. We
2: need to just to break that, to make uh, a difference. And I think because of the situation of the the Palestinian population, the the Israelis have more tools to do it. We just need to do it. We need to want to do it. But I think we... uh, because. I really feel sorry for the Palestinian population. I really do. Because yeah. I want them to have a good life. Because if they have a good life, I will have a better life. Tell me, yeah, we, we'll make this, uh, yeah, this exactly. is, uh, real 100%. because we don't wish this for them. But the problem Nobody is, wishes it. I, here's what I'm going to say. As an Arab American, and I will speak that because Omar experienced it and I experienced this. And I am attacking the Arab Americans of America. This is called Two Arabs <laughs> in a Podcast of America. You guys don't know this, and I will say this. They all live here. They got businesses. And when I say Arab Americans, I speak specifically about the Palestinians. They live here, they have good lives, they have good businesses, they make a good income, actually, maybe even better than some of us. But night and day, I hear them screaming, fuck Israel. The power to Palestine and creaming jihad. So here, motherfucker, you're sitting home in your air-conditioned house, in a nice house, and you got three, four businesses, and you got a family, but you're sitting here uh, being jihadi, being a keyboard jihadi, not and they day talking shit and saying, yes, Palestine for the power, move that. Why the fuck you don't get your fucking ass and go there and fight? No, you know what's worse?
0: The same people who are, a, a lot of Palestinians in the United States are business owners. Big time. They don't open their checkbooks to donate nope. to their own people, and they're mad at us. They're like, why don't you, the Gulf, help the Palestinians? Yes. Well, why don't you, as a business owner, open your personal check? And what's worse, my the, some of, of these guys, I'm not going to name names Sorry. to yeah. not get in trouble, I know. but some of these guys are, are living in the United States states who are very open-minded not really religious people drink and party their kids are selling drugs and smoking weed and then they they, they sit with me and they're like Hamas is our leader but Hamas is a religious organization they're a fanatic they, they, you they would kill you for knowing that you drink and party and your kids are selling weed yeah. why, why the fuck are you supporting a terrorist organization that doesn't go with your personal belong you're not a religious man so why are you sponsoring and supporting Hamas it doesn't make sense to me at all yeah, there's
2: a lot of them we have a lot of them here in Kansas City there's a big majority of them numbers and uh, you get them in Florida, you get them in Detroit, and here's the thing, and the problem is I get insulted, and I repeat this, yes, as a proud Arab and American, I get insulted, we get lumped under the shit. Because Uh I was like, no, 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 hold on a second. I was like, where the fuck they coming from? And then you get these guys, living here, uh, having a good life, and I see them cussing Israel every day. I was like, what happened to you? Did well, Israel I'm come
0: to your house and take your fucking car? No, I, I had a discussion with somebody, not to name names again. I'm not trying to get in trouble. <laughs> <This> show, <we're laughs> but literally, he again. told me he supports Hamas. He's born in, in, in Jordan, never seen Palestine or Israel. His parents never seen it. He's never seen any part of the conflict, has never stepped foot or opened a shipbook to ride a dollar, has never been involved in anything. But he's like, I support Hamas and Israelis are actually abusing us. How do you know? You haven't never seen it. So how do you know this? Oh, I know because I, I've heard. How the fuck do you know? You don't know. You're not even part of the conflict. And, and and exactly at your point, Omar, like Palestinians in Iraq under Saddam Hussein were not allowed to get the citizenships. And it was on purpose. And a lot of Arab countries have been doing that. You have refugees who come in and they're living there for 70 years and have had six generations already. Yep. And they're not allowed to be citizens. They're like, no, no, protect your Palestinian identity. So you keep telling the numbers, be like we have six hundred thousand uh, Palestinians living in Iraq. They want to go back to Palestine. Well, they have nothing in common with Palestine. They don't even speak the language. They don't speak the dialect. They have no, they have never seen it. They have never been educated there. So what makes them Palestinians? They've been uh, they've been living in Iraq. They've been living in Jordan. They've been living in. Uh, I mean, there's three millions that have in Jordan. I have a
2: friend, and I'm not going to mention his name, but he was a colleague, Marshal a good friend of mine. Oh, that guys funny. Lift the
0: fuck off on me. Mm-hmm.
2: And uh, not even saw this. Literally, the dude lives here, every now and then he'll go to Palestine, but he lives here, has an amazing uh, uh, reputation, gym, and all that. Anytime there's some fucking um, anti-Israel thing, he's there, and I signed him one day, and I was like, what the fuck's wrong with you doing this shit? Why are you living here then? And then... When we started posting about the Gulf is going to be moving forward with it he attacked the fuck out of him. And I told I was like, dude, are you mentally sick? Because honestly, I don't think you even are Palestine. Oh, and he got insulted. I was like, first of all, you're an American. You got a passport, right? That's one. Two, you run a business here. Why are you taking money from Americans if you they are the allies of Israel? Exactly. So you want to do, you say, I should be killed because I support Israel. Oh, by the way, Sam, he even went off on me when he saw pictures of me and you together. Believe it or not.
0: And and he's like,
2: he made a disgusting comment. He's just like, oh, what is that you're doing with that Israeli that's going to backstab you? I was like, excuse me? He's more honorable to me than you. But I was even shocked. Shocked at that level and rhetoric. And the the dude held a stance against me. And I told him, go fuck yourself. I don't give a shit. But it's hypocrisy. He's here. He's making money here, but now because Arab nations have stood up Israel, now we should be killed. Now we are the bad guys. So hold on a second. Since when America's been uh, uh, supportive
0: of Israel? Since 1948.
1: Okay, so why are you here then? No, no. uh, I, I, sorry, but uh, I I have to correct you. Uh Americans, uh, America has been supportive of of Israel really. Let's say since the 60s, 70s. Before that. Uh, France was the the main supporter of Israel. Oh wow! And, but now uh, they step back. For, yeah. for historical
3: purposes, uh, the U.S. voted in the U.N. resolution of 47 about the the separation of two states in this region to a Palestinian and Israeli states. The 47 resolution. Israel before the voting was against the resolution because the US, uh, I believe it was Roosevelt. That's right. uh, His his advisor said that if the state of Israel will be established in 48, or after the, the British mandate is over, Uh, all the Arab countries will try to invade, which essentially everyone we had border and a couple that we didn't have borders did invade. And they said that it's going to cost the 400,000 U.S. troops to be sent over to protect the Israeli state. And after World War II, they said we're not going to send our troops. Exactly. And that many troops. But so it took a lot of willing and dealing behind the scene, political willing and dealing to get the U.S. support. But essentially, they were against the Israeli state because they were like, we're not going to shed American blood to have the Israeli state. Exactly. And that is documented but by, uh, by one of our um, military historians. Oh, wow. But uh, anyways, by the way, Frost, I never told you this, but... Mm-hmm. It's the exact same sentence in Hebrew. I had a friend of mine who's a martial artist, a really good friend of mine, and I've visited uh, Kansas City, I don't know, at least four or five times doing seminars. and Shit, more than that, and, yeah. And yeah. Staying at your place. Yep. Something like that. And we've been praying for a
4: We long say time, seminars,
2: but we've been doing more than that. Yeah, but exactly.
3: anyways. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And... and uh, <laughs> When I, I talked with my friend about this, and mm. again, and he's really a martial artist, and I talk about him, and I said, I mean, I'm not hiding the fact that,
4: you know, you're you're a Saudi, you're yeah. an Arab, and you're, you're one of my closest friends. I consider your family. Yep. And I told him about you, and he's just like, he's gonna stab you in the back. Yeah, it is like, he, crazy. I sleep at his house, I babysit his kid, and <laughs> I'm stupid right now, but I basically was a little kid. Yep. I mean,
2: Man, you uh, ate he with he my father my family, like, and my family and everything. Yeah, he's like, he's gonna stab you in the
4: back. I was just like, you can't trust me here. I was like, well, I can't trust this one. <laughs> but it's the same thing. It's, yeah, it's just fucking crazy. And well, it's it's again, with all you are fed is political rhetoric. Yes.
2: And nowadays it's even worse because you don't need to open TV. She's uh absolutely. Exactly. exactly.
0: Yeah, it's way credit, worse. Uh, it on social media yep. Exactly. And the more extreme, the more it, it circles around and people are just fed
4: all this bullshit. And the bottom line is, when you sit down and have a conversation with a person, unless um,
0: he's a fanatic, yep. you are going to have a nice conversation. Which is, both sides are bad. You know, I, I thought when I was the only way here, I thought that uh, um, there's
4: two friends of mine. And uh, I, I get I get whiskey bottles from from the from Europe to, to Israel, with friends just get them, send them over. Is that Irish so whiskey, I, I go, or what do you guys I
2: drink, drink by the way? Do you think? What kind of whiskey you guys drink? Irish whiskey?
5: No, no, fuck Irish, Irish
2: whiskey. Yeah, I'm yeah, not gonna, gonna say, fuck that shit, thing. that's nasty.
1: Yeah. yeah, okay, good. Yeah, so uh, yeah, I went <laughs> to two friends on the way here, and my of friend told me, listen, why don't you get inside and have a drink? I don't listen. I have to go. I'm late. And he asked, Where are you late? And I, I, I told him, Listen, I have a friend who has two Arab uh, to, uh, friends in the US, and we're recording
0: a podcast. And both of them said, Wow, this is so cool. That's great. People are really happy exactly. to hear those things. So I, I think the, the more time passes, people are either really uh, prejudiced. Or really not Exactly I really think You know As, we,
2: as we're as getting yeah. Close to our timing But I know We gotta be doing More with you guys This is gonna be exciting Because I'm excited But I really think Before I give it To Omar right now I just wanna say One thing We are fed up Exactly Us in the Middle East Are fucking fed up I mean now The, the Westerners Are just going Through the thing Which is The West is always weird I never understood them They had everything Before us And they're going They're through going backwards A hundred years We're going forward And they're going backwards It is really crazy That I'm even getting invitations And compliment, compliment com- Contemplating Thing to go back because this shit here is a retarded. But what I'm trying to say, I think we as Middle Easterners in general are fed up. I think we want to move forward. I do believe that we have so much to offer, we would not need the West exactly. by any means. I mean, the, 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 between the amazing technology in Israel and some of the uh, great oh, yeah. stuff that the Gulf have been yeah. pioneering, just think about the prosperity. Exactly. And the future, I mean, come on, for fuck's sake, you know we're neighbors. Exactly. It's crazy.
0: And I think before before wrapping it up, I mean, in conclusion, all people are the same. We're all born and die the same, regardless of where we're born. No, I'm out of fucking. We don't get to choose where we're born. I didn't get to choose to be Iraqi. You didn't get to choose Saudi. You guys didn't get to choose to be Israelis. So regardless of where we're born, we're all people. We all want to live the same. Like Omar, you said, we all want to have good futures, have married and a good careers. So regardless of politicians that who want to divide us and want to create division to benefit from financially from us and I think the future is the Gulf is going to have open relationships with Israel we never had issues in the first place people want people are excited about it people have been openly open about it the Iraqis are speaking on social media very highly actually you guys started uh, when did you guys do that protest It was it last October, year did you pulling the Israeli flags Israeli the flag are flying in yeah. Iraq in protest and they're saying I to the Iraqi shocked. government start have a relationship with Israel and, and, and it said move motivated slightly by having basically anti so fuck Iran we're going to carry Israeli flags but regardless it's a good move and I think the Palestinians deserve good life they deserve good good, they deserve to have a a good future but the solution for them in my opinion and I think everybody agrees is to get rid of their current government that benefits from their death and have a government that represents the people so they can live in prosperity they can live and have a good future and I think in in, in conclusion uh, we all should go to Israel and get drunk in your bar and call today hey Sam I know know they're gonna
2: look at me and (laughs) you're crazy. I need to get a wife. I think I'm going to get an Israeli wife. Look at something. And I've been learning Hebrew, by the way. Yeah, you're married. You're fucked. Uh, so anyways, so I was, I'm going to sit with these guys. I got to figure out. There's like, why the hell do you want an Israeli wife? I was like, I don't know. Look what's going on with me here. I, I had enough.
0: Exactly. <laughs> well, we appreciate you guys joining, and uh, I'm sure we're going to do this uh, uh, another episode. We're going to be doing this
2: again. I, th- I got a feeling we should do it. Two Arabs and two Israelis on a podcast. God help the podcast. <laughs>
5: exactly.
2: Like, four minute Easterners listeners on a fucking podcast. <laughs> I got a feeling <laughs> Apple is going to fuck too. us so bad with this one, because already Omar got kicked ladies and gentlemen out of Instagram and, I, and if you notice I've been playing nice because there's good friends of mine start getting banned like uh, I, I'm going to address this I know we're, we're short a time Tom blast yeah did you see what happened to him they're censoring people I yeah. don't know if you Sam you follow Tom blast my friend right the jujitsu uh, just an amazing guy and if you notice uh, that he has shadow banned which the guy makes money on social media like some of us now I've been in that part that I make money and I've noticed some of my posts they've been censoring it's been like slower than others so they beat him to the fucking uh, thing and he put him in a corner now he's a little bit back and i i don't know what is this maybe we're gonna need a podcast about this but it's just now to the point it's like the censorship our yeah. social media is our income and this is how you want to attack us exactly i mean I, i've been calm i was told to calm down after my fucking
0: stroke so what the fuck well thank but you guys I, for joining until next time cool. thank you to our sponsors, thank you to our
5: sponsors.